Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this week's episode of the Heat Lifers podcast with your boy C.L. Anthony and my main man, Kevin Carter. What's going on, Kevin? Nothing. Y'all waking me up too early for some of this stuff. It's, we're being productive. It's productivity. <laughs> no, it, it's early on a Sunday. I didn't even wake up this early when I was a kid to go to church. So I, getting me up this early to go and do anything and not being my parent, that, uh, oh, man. And now I'm an adult. Oh, yeah. Look, I, I, never, I never went to church a lot, so I don't know how that feels. Hey, so we got a preseason game Monday night against the Atlanta Hawks. It's here. The start of the NBA season is here, finally. The Heat made a lot of moves this offseason. What do you think about the additions of, first, we're going to start with P.J. Tucker and Markeith Morris. Good for the defensive end of the ball. It's what Mm -hmm. they were missing last year. They were missing guys that were enforcer-type, the hard nose, fit in with what the team tries to do. These guys were two perfect additions just for the uh, defensive side of the ball alone. We know they may not bring a lot to the offensive side, but defensive purposes alone, they're, they're two really good fits. Oh, definitely. Uh, Morris, bring, they both bring a toughness and both can bring rebounding as well. P.J. Tucker can hit an open three on the wing, so that would be an awesome addition too. Um, I like the additions of those guys to kind of shore up our bench a little bit. Uh, let's move towards our biggest off-season addition of Kyle Lowry. Huh, about time they got somebody. Well, Goran, thank you for everything you did. Uh, sorry we had to just give away your number like that without even thinking about it. But, uh, but yeah, he, he, him coming in, it adds the, uh, it adds a veteran presence back there like we had in Goran. But it just he's, he's a better defender. Definitely a better defender. Everything they did in the offseason really revolved around making them better defensively. And uh, and I think that was a big key for Riley to go and look and try to get guys that are going to uh, sure up the defense and then the ball because they have some defensive liabilities. So they, they're trying to offset those by bringing in all these guys to play some defense. Yeah, the, the perimeter defense was atrocious uh, last year. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I wonder why. Oh, not, not, <laughs> doing, not, not doing it. We've, we've called the truce, ladies and gentlemen, so that there's going to be no no Duncan Robinson slash Tyler Hero hate. We, we call the truce. <laughs> Both of them are bad at defense, but we can we can agree on that. Yes, <laughs> that's the one thing we can agree on. They're, they're, they're both horrible. Hey, but, but at yeah. least – at least uh, Duncan Robinson didn't get the uh, two hundred and seven million dollar contract that Michael Porter Jr. got. <laughs> That's still ridiculous. <laughs> I think you would have jumped out a window if he would have got that. <laughs> no, 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 I would have. I would have walked down there and physically slapped somebody myself. <laughs> so, how did you feel about the news that Bam gained fifteen pounds of muscle? I kind of like that. I do too. Uh, anytime you see your center slash power forward gaining weight, getting bigger, adding muscle, uh, it, it's always a good thing because we all know it's not going it, to. He, he's already making the mid range shot, so maybe the muscle memory may, uh, or the muscle 
Adding going can move him out a couple more feet and he can start making a, a shot further away from the basket. Yeah, apparently he's working on the three-point shot. I don't know how I feel oh, about Oh, God. That. God, no. Don't. Yeah, he's working on Yeah, he's working on three-point shot. Work 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 on work on from the elbow in. That's where you need to work. Elbow in. Just yeah. stay. Be a big man for God's sake. Right, right, right. Yeah, I just want one per. I just want one big man in the NBA to actually play big man role. Mm-hmm. That's all I well, want. Look what look, look what happened be. last year. The, the, the MVP, generally speaking, plays big man ball. Jokic doesn't shoot a lot of threes, so there you go. It's because, uh. it's because he's slow as dirt. <laughs> Slow but efficient. Slow but efficient. He plays. He plays old man fundamental basketball. Right, and it's beautiful. And, it's, yeah. and that's it. And that's it. And no one knows how to guard it because no one else plays it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful to watch the MVP play. Um, so with with the additions that we had, Kyle Lowry, Marquise Morris, um, no oh goodness. Oh goodness, I drew a blank. Forgive me. Help PJ me out. PJ Tucker. PJ Tucker. Thank you. Um, you know, we we You're actually welcome. we actually went after uh, Bobby Portis Jr., but he turned us down. What do you think the ceiling is for this team? Because I've watched some of the uh, some of their scrimmages in training camp. Did you ever follow that guy I told you about, Toby? Yes. 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 Okay. Because yeah, he put a lot put a lot of videos, a lot of content up there. Kyle Lowry looked great running the pick and roll and setting up Bam on alley oops and things of that nature. What do you think the ceiling is for this team going into the season? Three seed. Yeah. I think ceiling, ceiling is I, – I, it hasn't changed my mind even after everything, even if you watch them or whatever. It's three, three, to, three to six is where they're going to land, anywhere in, in that area. I don't think they're going to be struggling for a playoff spot. I don't think they're going to be – any playoffs to get in or anything like that. And I think they'll be comfortable in that three to six role because you got uh, really two teams are right above them that that are there, and that's the Nets and the and the Bucks. And even the Nets now have questions with all this vaccine stuff going on. Is is some people going to be able to play? And you got all that madness going on. But really, Philly. They got all their crap going on, so right now it's really those three teams as I see is the top three. Got it. I I I have us three slash four. I don't I don't think we'll fall in in five and six, but I can see us at three or four. I I think there's a chance we could run up on Philly. Just depends, like you said, on how they resolve their issues right now. Um, so three C max, four C. The worst of the scenario, which is still good because I still gives you home court in the first round of the playoffs. Um, yeah, as long you, as as long as none of that crap that happened to them last year happens this year, where you had all the COVID stuff going on and people missing games and all that stuff. If right. you have none of that going on, the season's definitely three. Right. Plus, plus they have they have their first full off season in a couple of years, so that's going to help too because we all know they retired last year. So. Um, Everybody, I was tired from watching last year because I was like, it started again. I was just watching this crap in October. Right, right. So I, I think that's going to help as well. Um, you know, help them move along in the season. 
without a lot of injuries. And we just have to keep our fingers crossed that they're not afflicted with COVID like they were the prior yeah. year. It's just staying. It's just staying away, doing your due diligence, doing what you're supposed to do, and not putting yourself in a situation where you can get it. Going into his third year in the league, how do you think Tyler Hero progresses? Well, it's hard to say because you've always got he he did he did benefit a lot from he benefited a lot from the bubble. I'll give you that. Uh, younger players, if you're situated in one spot, that's why a lot of them. That's why a lot of guys in college do so well in the tournament. You get situated in one spot, you get comfortable, and then you have a blow-up tournament, and that elevates your draft status because you get comfortable where you're at. Well, he was in a bubble. They were playing games. They didn't have to travel. They didn't have to go nowhere. That was one big key for him to get comfortable in the situations where he was at. Really, last year was a pseudo-rookie year because you got all, all that entailed through a rookie year. So... He got broken in. All the rookies during that year got broken in in a weird way because of all the bubble stuff and all that junk. So, uh, but this is this is this is basically what I call his, his sophomore year. I'll call this year two, really, instead of year three. But I, I think he'll get more comfortable. He needed to gain some weight. He needed to get bigger, which, according to the pitchers, he did. Uh, he needs to. He needs to just work on his confidence. His confidence level is the biggest key with him. Because once he misses a couple of shots or once he does something, you see him just hang his head. Mm-hmm. Don't hang your head, dude. Everybody misses shots. You don't see people that are proficient scores. They miss a few shots. You don't see them hang their head. They just keep shooting until they get their rhythm back. Right. But you can tell in him it's a, it's, it's a big confidence thing. If he misses a couple then everything just starts to go down. And if he starts making them, then you see every... It, once he starts making them, everybody around him rises up as well. So it's... it's I, 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 think he'll, I think he'll do well. If he averages 15 a game coming off the bench and does some, does some stuff, hey, it's a good year for him. But I think, yeah, I think yeah. he'll do... I think he'll do... I think he'll do okay. I think he'll do a lot better than he did last year. Those are those are good numbers for him. And then remember last year he actually started in the starting lineup, and then he was. But yeah, because not, of COVID. Yeah, but, but it was all it was all because of COVID. It, 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 last year was an anomaly to everybody because of the situations that teams were putting themselves in. People were catching it. People were getting hurt easier, especially teams that were playing in October uh, the year before, and then had to start back up in December. These guys were tired. They were they were run down, and that's why I said it. This, it was kind of his rookie year was combined into two years almost. Right. If you get right. what I'm saying, because he start stopped in October, you started right back up in December. So right. it, it, like that was a, it was an anomaly for what went on the year before, prior, and last year. So it, it's one of those things to where now is the time where you have to get comfortable in really playing a full NBA season. The way it's intended to be played. Right. I, I think his role is going to be on the bench for the majority of the season, and that may help with his comfort level um, mm-hmm. for, for him to know that, well, they might start me, they might not start me. No, you're going to come off the bench. You're going to be a spark off the bench and hopefully give us, let's say, 13 to 15 points a night, along with 
assists because he he can handle the ball. And then also Tyler Hero is a low key decent rebounder, so he can give mm-hmm. us stats give us stats across the board. Um, well, he's a big, he's a bigger he's bigger than people realize. Right, like people right. think Tyler Hero is a six foot three, just guy that can go out there and shoot. No, Tyler is legit six six. And he's a, he's a bigger and now that he's bulked up a little bit because he was on the scrawny side, but now that he's bulked up a little bit, he he, he can he can handle. Have you ever noticed though? Kids coming out of Kentucky are always a little on the scrawny side, and then when they get yeah. into the NBA, you see them bulk up really fast. Bam did it. Uh, Tyler did it. Uh, Anthony Davis was the one that comes off the top of my head real fast. Like yeah. He was scrawny yeah. when he came into the league. Now all of a sudden. But when you're around LeBron, you can get those good steroids and do something. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it astonishes me how many people still don't know about that story. But like I reminded of Bryce, that article came out, and then the next day the NBA killed it. Like, it was done. Like So a lot of people didn't see <laughs> the article out well, of Miami you, about that. You don't, you don't ever want to kill the golden goose. <laughs> so, you, you, you don't you don't want to tarnish the, the golden goose's legacy. Well, yeah. So we we do have a secret weapon on the Heat that we both are excited about, and everything I've heard at the training camp is good things right now. Uh, Victor Oladipo. Yes. What do you think? What do you think he gives us this year? If he gives us anything for fifty percent of the season, I call it a win. If he if he's available for half the season and going into the playoffs or even like a quarter of the season and then the playoffs, I call it a huge win. Because I think any any time he gets on the floor, if he can if he can be 80, 90 percent of himself, which hopefully when he comes back, he's 100 percent of himself, because what he did this year, what he did this offseason was bet on himself. And he even said it. He goes, this is where I wanted to be. This, I'm staying here. He goes, now I'm betting on myself that I get back to the way I used to be. And if he gets back to the way he used to be, <laughs> yeah, he he's he's the big gigantic key for the stretch run in the playoff run, if he's healthy. Yeah, huge, huge, huge secret weapon. Huge de- defensively, can handle the ball. Kind of a streaky shooter, but he's gotten better with his shot over the years. So, if if we can have a healthy Oladipo, I'm not going to say we can beat Brooklyn, but we should be able to handle at least Milwaukee. Um, but the, big, Brooklyn, the biggest thing he does is take it to the hole. And right. And, yeah, big, draws contact. That's the, that, that's the biggest key with him is if he gets that explosiveness that he had back and he can drive mm-hmm. to the hole and get people, get teams in foul trouble. And, right. Uh, get their bigs, get their bigs to respect him, and that'll open it up for everybody else. Can you imagine Kyle Lowry running the point with Oladipo and Jimmy Butler on the wings for certain stretches of the game? That that would be absolutely beautiful and um, devastating. Kyle, Kyle Oladipo, bam, uh, Butler, and then whoever else you want to throw in there, because right, right. there is already. Right there, those four guys right there are going to play enough defense that you can put whoever at the five. Right, whoever right. Right. your fifth guy that you want to roll in there. No, you might as well throw Deadman out there just to grab some deep rebounds and, and bring some toughness. So put Deadman out he's there. Gonna, and he's going to – and that's, a, that's another one that, that, that I really like that stayed with the team, that they re-signed and stuck with it. 
Because I was really mm-hmm. mad when they let Jay Crowder go. Yeah. And let yeah. him go to Phoenix. I was mad. I was like, that's stupid. That is stupid. That is stupid. You should have re-signed him. He was perfect for what y'all wanted to do. But when they signed Deadman, I want I want to see how he does with the whole season with the team. So right, that it right. takes off it takes off that just like he said in his in his conference with somebody asking, he goes, Look here, man. He goes, My job is to come in, spell the young fella out for a minute, do what I can do while I'm in there, and then let him come back in and do what he does. He goes, I know I, I know what my job is here, but I I really I really like that they re signed him and that he's gonna have a full season with us. Oh yeah, he he, he his minutes are short, but they're so impactful. I, I love watching him snatch those rebounds. It's like <laughs> I absolutely my, love my, it. My my thing is always going into the season with Miami is what dude did they find that no one else knew about? Mm-hmm. And they brought him in from summer league into into training camp, and then he's going to make the team. That's always my favorite thing with them this time of year is what guy did y'all find? Because they always do it every single year. What guy did you find that you're going to bring in now, and now he's going to turn out to be halfway decent? Well, they got that young, that young big. I forgot where he's from. I know you know who I'm talking about. Um, yeah, Max. Uh, Max. I can't say his last name correctly. I know. I know he's not from around here. I can say that much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he may be pretty Max decent. Sure. Yeah, Sharuris or something like that. The one that lit up the uh, – he was lighting up everybody in the uh, summer league. Right, 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 right. So, he, you know, he might get some run this year. It might be a revelation. I have Bam I'm and still, I'm still mad. I'm still mad we got – we let uh, none walk. I'm still mad about that for some odd reason. Uh, I – that one didn't bother me as much as trading Gorn, but I know why we traded Gorn. Um, I mean, none, none was okay. When healthy, he could have been a consistent guard, but I guess they just felt like it wasn't any room for him at this point. Um, but look, look at the situ- look at the situation he's in right now. He can pretty much be on cruise control, and that team's going to roll through a lot of people. Well, yeah, and plus he knocked their average age down from freaking ninety six <laughs> to eighty three. Yeah. yeah. They he actually play. He, he helped with their average age. Yeah. They they play today. I'm gonna try to catch that game. I know LeBron and Anthony Davis aren't, and Russell Westbrook. I don't believe are playing. So none may get some run today for the Lakers. So I check it out today. Um, of course yeah, they're he'll, playing. He'll, he'll start today. He'll probably end up starting it sometime during the season because we all know Russ is gonna get hurt. Hey, there'll there be no no Russell Westbrook slander on the Heat Lifers podcast. It, okay. <laughs> tell me, it, but tell me it's not a fact. So I uh, may, in the year, he will get hurt. He may miss a couple of games just because sometime he plays all. Sometime in the year, sometime in the year, Anthony Davis will get hurt. Yes. Sometime in the year, LeBron will miss some games. Yes. <laughs> it, it, right now. That is your key. Rajon Rondo will miss some games. Mm-hmm. So you will see a starting lineup of people you have never heard of for the Lakers. Well, you've heard of them. They're just yeah. way, 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 way past their prime. Yeah, Kendrick but the team they got now would have been great in 2012. <laughs> they wouldn't have been able to work in 2012, not with those egos. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. There's, yeah. there's, 
there was some swollen up egos in 2012 on that. Yeah, that definitely not would have been able to work. Um, really quick, I know you can't see my background, but I have a Miami Heat championship banner background, and also the uh, you can see the, the banners, and then you can also see the trophies. I believe this is when they lowered them down for the celebration of Dwayne Wade. So when you go back and watch this, you'll get a kick out of that. Uh, it's one of my favorite <laughs> images. You know, just 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 got to remind everyone who the goats are. So yeah, we are the goats. We appreciate heat culture and everything that comes with it. So, um, any last thoughts before we wrap it up, Kev? No, not really. I think it'll be. I think it'll be a fun NBA season as long as as long as COVID doesn't take over, which I doesn't. I don't think it will. I think because people now are more careful with it than we, we were before. I know um, I know Mark Cuban took a lot of crap because people were arguing with him on Twitter that he said, look, you want to come to a basketball game? Get vaccinated. If you're not vaccinated, make sure you have a negative test. Right. People were bitching at him. Well, what if we already have it and developed immunity? And he goes, well, then make sure you go get a test that says your ass is negative. You can come to the game or show me your card. It's one or the other. Like, people right. need to stop arguing about this stuff. If you don't want to get the shot, then you're going to have to go and get your nose swab. That's just the matter of how stuff is working right now. Not in Florida, because you can go anywhere and you don't got to get anything. Right. But if you're going to places that are telling you, hey, you got to do this or this, do either do it or stay at home. Like, don't argue that you've already had it, you've got antibodies and all that stuff. Don't argue about it. If if you don't if you don't feel comfortable with doing what they ask you to do, then you don't have to do it. That's why it's called choice. Correct. Yep. You're right. But these Absolutely players right. but these players and stuff are gonna to have to be more careful. They're gonna to have to watch what they do. The NFL right now is doing a pretty good job of it. Uh they, we haven't heard of no real big gigantic anything happening right. in the league. The so, yeah. Yes, so so if if the NBA with lesser people than the NFL does have, mm-hmm. if the NBA follows along that route, then we'll get through a full season with everybody being okay. The only thing that's going to happen is we know we're going to get injuries and we know we're going to talk. Everybody's going to talk about Hey, they came back too soon last year, and now look what's happening. It's rolled into this year. No, injuries happen. These guys have been playing basketball all of their lives. If you don't think your knees and stuff aren't bad, well, then come look at mine. And I ain't I play, play at a high level, and mine are bad. And I haven't played near as much basketball as these guys have. Right, so, right. you just got to hope and pray that everybody – we have no big gigantic injuries like we did last year, because last year took a lot of people out, and it took a lot of teams out with them. So we just yeah. hope people come come back from their injuries, are able to play ball, and then don't re-injure anything again. Yeah. Because I don't I, know I, about you, but I'd rather watch Golden State play with Steph, with Clay, with Draymond, and with their other guys than without. Oh yeah, and I, I miss Golden State, and hopefully they can. Shake up the West just a little bit. I do believe I the miss injuries. Clay. I miss Clay Thompson. <laughs> like, uh, I, I, Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson is one of my favorite basketball players. Mm-hmm. Like, 
I miss him. Like, damn it, come back, be healthy, and play like you were the old Clay, because I, I, I miss that dude. He is my favorite guy on that team. Well, you'll have him back around December-ish. Maybe around Christmas time he'll be back. So they've already cleared the practice. Yeah, he should come back for the Christmas game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to be it for this week's episode of the Heat Lifers podcast. Kevin, let them know where they can find you at. I am at Kevin C2415. And if you want to listen to me anywhere else, uh, me and Cortez, we do the uh, Balls in Our Court podcast. You can find that at Balls in Our Court. You can type it in anywhere you listen to anything at, and we'll pop up. All righty. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you next time.